You were always a well-meaning busybody. I don't fault you for it. You have a kind heart. You are filled to the brim with good intentions. But I don't want any casseroles or oblique probing questions or visits from professionals or nieces talking me into buying an assisted care condo. And no, I do not wish to go on a cruise. You're really letting rip now, I think, of this, this series of short stories. Well, or just in general. Mm -hmm. so, so basically, why not? Or put another way, what's to lose? Mm -hmm. So let us say that when you're, when you're a teenager, you're acutely worried about what other people think of you. But by the time you're over 80, should you be that lucky, as I'm sure you will, you can just have more fun. In amongst all these stories, seven stories of Tig and Nell. And yes. you know, there is no disguising. It's a portrait of, of your marriage. Well, sort of. I mean, selected shorts. Yeah, because it, be, it was a long marriage. We just have selected well, shorts. Well, if we put it all in, it would amount to a great many pages, would it not? Um, there's a wonderful, one of the stories, a wonderfully funny venting of your spleen in a story called The Widows. Tell me a bit about that story. You think that's my spleen or... Oh, I think it's your spleen. Oh, I think it's a collective spleen, judging from the widows that I know. Yeah. Yeah, so there is, there is a, a, an enlarging group of widows. It is about the fact that people say, and how are you doing? Do they really actually want to know? No. So you have these three 60s radicals who are older now. Yeah, the kind of first wave, sorry, second wave feminism, that would be end of 60s and into the 70s. They're talking about another friend who's not there because she's on a panel. And one says, well, what sort of panel? And then Chrissy drops her voice and says, gender. And, and the other character says, expletive, snake pit. <laughs> Why is gender such a snake pit now? Well, it's a snake pit right now. But I think it's snake pity phase is sort of, these things come in cycles and waves. So I think it has been very snake pity, and, and I'm told particularly in the United Kingdom. But I think now it's modifying somewhat in that the extreme yelling and screaming that has gone on, people have popped awake and realized maybe this isn't doing them any good. Maybe this is not the best way to handle this yelling and screaming. And yes, social media has something to do with it. Short sentences, uh, not a lot of nuance, but I think people are just gonna level out, work it out. Could you have foreseen that it would generate such vitriol no, and division? No, because, because I knew early transgender people and there was no fuss. No, nobody was making this kind of fuss. So I think it's been politicized, particularly in the United States right now. They're, being, they're using it as a political tool. So people politicizing something in order to whack pe other people over the head with it and, and to make their own core group energized and angry. This has become such an interesting issue here because mm -hmm. there, there, ha there has been a polarized position because we have a situation where some XX, whatever you want to say, biological women are saying, you know, we want our own spaces. And, and I just wonder if you, as an empathetic person, 
can understand that. I can understand everything. I see everything because I'm very old. I've seen it a lot of it before. Um, so it will work itself out. But who are the kind of people who can mediate? You think I know that? Well, it'd be a new career. <laughs> yes, but I'm too old to take up a new career. Um, but there are people who can do this, and they will. You girls will serve the leaders of the faithful and their barren wives. You will bear children for them. Would you have imagined all those years, and it is actually almost 40 years when you published The Handmaid's Tale, that in a sense a dystopian world would sort of feel like it's coming closer? It's creepy. <laughs> you are a witch, you're a seer. No, no, I'm not. Not at all. I just read history. Um, so what is, the, what is the theory behind The Handmaid's Tale? In amongst the Aztecs and Mayans, when they wanted to build a new pyramid, they didn't tear down the old one. They just built another one on top of the one that was already there. And countries are the same. They, they construct their systems on systems that are already there. They change the names, the slogans, the flags, and the statues, but underneath it is the pyramid that was there to begin with. So what is the pyramid that was there to begin with in the United States? It was a 17th century Puritan theocracy, and that has come back receded, come back, receded, come back, receded throughout American history. And you look at the Supreme Court, the attack on women's right to choose. Bad mistake on their part, I would say. Mm -hmm. Had they not done that, the Republicans would have made gains in the midterm elections, which they pretty much failed to make. When you see what is happening to women in Afghanistan, education and so forth, when yes. you see what's happening, in Iran, does it hurt your heart? At my age, mm -hmm. what heart? <laughs> um, it offends my sense of fairness and justice. If you look around when you're traveling and you see young women in the red cloaks and so forth, you, you've made an impact on their lives, haven't you? Because you've made them think so this about This is a things. very smart visual symbol. And it is a phenomenon. It is a phenomenon, unfortunately. So I say unfortunately because if people were not trying to make these anti-democratic, retroactive laws, there would be no need for these demonstrations. Is there an argument to be made that social media has helped us recognize and, and be alerted to repressive situations. So yes, it's helped us understand political movements like the, the women's revolution in, in Iran. On the other hand, it allows people to be identified through their accounts. It allows more surveillance. Mm -hmm. And it also allows disinformation to spread very quickly. When you put your uh, manuscripts in, are you ever um, subjected to a sensitivity reader? Well, those used to be called editors. And they would deal with those questions like, you can't do that. Um, I don't know about sensitivity readers. I don't know whether I've been subjected to one or not. If so, I haven't been told about it. What do you feel about revisions of things like Ladybird classics, Ladybird fairy tales, and of course the issue around Rodal the Witches? I mean, do you think things should be revised? 
So good luck with Raoul Dahl. <laughs> You're just really going to have to replace the whole book if you want things to be nice. But this started a long time ago. It was the Disneyfication of, of fairy tales. What do I think of it? I'm with Chaucer, who said, if you don't like this tale, turn over the page and read something else. Margaret Atwood, thank you very much indeed. <laughs>